Welcome to the Beacons of Bravery podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Norman, former perfectionist, people pleaser, and rule follower who woke up one day and realized I'd been living somebody else's dream because of my fear of stepping outside the lines. That's why I started this podcast, to interview authors, entrepreneurs, and everyday people who learn to overcome their fears and obstacles in order to live the life of their dreams, to shine the light on how we can live the life of our dreams. Welcome back to the Beacons of Bravery podcast. I'm so glad that you're tuning in. And I have a great episode for you because I believe that all of us deal with this struggle, which is our inner critics. I wanted to bring up this topic because I was interviewing a few people who were going to fit into the program that I'm starting to see what kind of struggles they deal with. And almost everyone says that negative voice, that inner critic in our head. But to start talking about this, I want to go back in time travel back in our DeLorean uh, to earlier days, and that is summer camp. Have any of you all ever gone to summer camp in the U.S.? It's summer right now, so I know a lot of people are COVID willing going, but that was the highlight of my youth, going to summer camp for a week, and in my case, it was church camp, and we saved up and did donations and fundraisers for all kind of time. But there were, it was just glorious that week because you were free. I mean, I started going probably at first, second grade. You were free from your parents. You were in this setting with a lake, with crafts, with a dining room filled with people your age, a cabin filled with your friends, games of capture the flag, everything like that. It was just awesome. And I enjoyed every minute of it and then got to be preteen-ish, probably that was the time it was. And then I started noticing, it was a co-ed camp, I started noticing boys. And there was one particular boy I thought was so cute. He looked like a surfer from California. I think his name was Ashley. I'm going to call him Ashley. Um... He lived in Portland, the big town in our state, and I just thought he was so cute. But then I noticed the girls, and I noticed that there were a bunch of really pretty girls who were really skinny. They had the perfect, perfect blonde bobs. This is the 80s, so I'm early 80s, so I'm just dating myself. And they had popped collars too, so you know what I'm talking about. And so even though I noticed him, I noticed he didn't notice me because he was surrounded by these girls. And so at that point, I started saying to myself in my head, he'll never notice you because you're not one of those girls that have the perfect clothes, the perfect hair. You're not good enough. Don't even try. And so I hung back year after year seeing Ashley every year, cuter each year. And then in addition to our summer camp, we also had a winter convention that we went to at a hotel in Portland, and he would be there as well. And I thought, I just got to go up to him and talk to him. But I, my inner critic said, no, you, you can't do that. You're not enough. No way. 
And so I never did. And I don't know what happened to Ashley. He could be anywhere on earth, and I hope he's doing well. But that was the introduction to the inner critic in my head. And that's just my example, but I'm sure you guys can think of one yourself when you can go back in time and think about when you started dimming your light a little bit and just saying, I'm not good enough because I'm not this person or I'm not perfect. And so where does that inner critic come from? We're going to go into this much deeper in future episodes, but the best description of the inner critic I've ever heard was from a guy named Xavier Dogba, I guess, on the Amber Lillistrom podcast. And he painted the picture like this. Imagine yourself when you were born. You were born with a puppy dog next to you. And you kind of grew up together, especially those meaningful first eight years when you're downloading all the messages. And you're going along and you learn that what makes your parents happy, your peers happy, your authorities happy, teachers, anyway, is if you act a certain way. And so you tell your puppy dog, bark at me, tell me in my head if I'm acting mad because my mom or dad withdraws their love when I'm bad. Bark at me when I'm not perfect according to the rules when my teacher tells me that I'm being bad. So your dog learns and he is trained to, even in your adult mind, when you are having these thoughts or your teenage mind, whatever you are, that when you're having these aspirations that he'll tell you, no, no, no. You can't do that because you won't be loved. You won't be accepted. You won't be any of those things. And so you don't do it. But now imagine that dog is tired. Like this is a boring trick. I don't want to bark at you anymore. And you don't want him to bark at you. And it's possible you can retrain this pattern in your brain that you're safe. You're not going to be killed for not being liked or whatever the case may be. And so you can train this dog new tricks. At some point, that dog was necessary for your survival, but it's not anymore. So you can retrain them to think better thoughts. And this is what we'll go into more in future episodes of how you in fact do that and get out of the cycle that you're in. But I did hear another author and his name is Dr. Ethan Cross, and he has a book called Chatter. And I've heard him on a few podcasts, but he talks about the chatter in our brains, which a lot of times is that negative inner critic, our dog, that we train to keep us safe, but how you can kind of come out of that pattern. One example is instead of using the pattern in your head that says, I'm stupid, I'm fat, I'm not enough, all those I am messages, you can stop that and you can talk to yourself as if you're maybe a therapist or another person and say, Carrie, you have done hard things before. You can do them again. You've been successful or Sally or Peter or whoever you are, but address yourself like you were somebody else talking to you. And that's another hint, like 
what what advice would you give your best friend in a situation when they were feeling bad? You wouldn't talk to them as mean as you, your inner critic, your puppy dog talks to you. You would say, no, it's okay. You're going to come back from this. You're going to be better. You're not trash. You're not any of those things. So talk to yourself like that. The advice you would give your best friend. And then another tip he gives is kind of time traveling in your mind, or he calls it temporal distancing. So either go back in a time when you did something difficult and remind yourself, yeah, I can do that, or go forward in time, five years or whatever, and and tell yourself, in five years, this isn't going to matter. I'm going to be okay. So that's just a technique to help as well. But just know we all, all have inner critics. And so I want to end this episode, although it's short, with a story, a parable, a fable, whatever it may be, of, of the story of two wolves. And you can Google it. As the story goes, there was a Native American um, elder who was sitting with his grandson. And this sage tells his grandson that he has a fight going on in his mind at all times. It's a fight between two wolves. One is evil, and the evil wolf represents anger, envy, sorry, regret, greed, resentment, all those negative emotions. But there's also a good wolf in there, and that good wolf represents love, joy, peace, serenity, kindness, empathy, all those good emotions. And the wolves fight inside my head or he said his head just as they fight inside yours and the grandson thought about it for a second and he said which wolf will win and the elder sage says the one you feed so we have a choice we can listen to the evil wolf in all of our minds and we can let that be the dominant thought or we can stop it we can redirect and be more like the good wolf. It's what we feed. So I just hope that we can all look to the positive and try to feed the good wolves in ourselves and that you can take something positive out of this today. If you can relate to the inner critic and want to talk about it or DM me on Instagram or Facebook, That'd be fun to know, um, just share with each other that we're not alone. And maybe you had an Ashley in your life or some other situation where you felt not enough. For me, a lot of that time was watching public speakers and thinking they were so polished and I'd never do it. And you know what? I'm still learning, but think I'll be enough one day. Thank you for listening to the Beacons of Bravery podcast. If you enjoyed the show, I would love it if you would go and rate and review the show and also share it with somebody who you think would benefit from listening to the message. I would also love to connect with you on Instagram or you can email me at beaconsofbravery at gmail.com. I hope something that you heard today will help you go out and live a more joy-filled, inspired life. Don't keep playing it safe. Be brave today. And of course, a huge shout out to Steve Denny for providing the music for this podcast.